I am the number one most impactful artist of our generation. Spit it till you say Little West, the little beast that made the Midwest flow like the Middle East. Peace. Peace. Couldn't afford the S-Class, so I had to cop that baby mama Benz Jeep. We put 50. I get the first tape, but that 50 that break the bank. Back when ATM was crazy slim. Had a girl named Spreewell, because when I try to stop, she still made me spin. Back when 80s was in, my dog Crazy Ken had 80 in them. First freestyle of the year a 2018 2018 it's not uh, freestyle it's not freestyle it's a cover it's a cover it's a rob <laughs> hayes cover uh what's up everybody this is a bookie eight we're back uh yeah first episode of 2018 how you been man good i'm rob hayes <laughs> oh yeah i'm chris daniels i forgot <laughs> i guess we gotta reintroduce ourselves um should we t- i want to tell them the news early just so can we tell them What's the news? Um, Rob Hayes is going to be on the Tonight Show with Jimmy Fallon. Uh, it'll be airing either the day of this comes out or the day after. If you don't watch a day of, make sure you go on YouTube, watch it, get the boys some views, give them those good comments. Uh, all yay sayers, I'm expecting to flood the comment section. Yo, I thought you were going to say that Kanye had a child name chicago because you're always worried about people's kids you know what we can it's a new year i'm trying to change my ways if uh <laughs> i might have a sordid history of addressing people's children on this show but you know what it's all in the spirit of i'm losing myself here I the spirit good. of what i'm trying to figure out what the spirit is i'm enjoying Be very careful. it's 2018 i uh, see here's what happens every time we come back to this about somebody's kids i dig a hole and then i can't get out of it and that becomes mm-hmm. a problem and it's not like i'm trying to mess with people's kids i'm just saying you know for a long time i thought blue ivy was four different child actors it's fine <laughs> You know, you got to come around to certain you would, ideas. You thought it was a conspiracy theory? I thought I saw two of them get into a black truck one time. <laughs> Speaking of digging holes that they can't get out of, we have a hey. guest. Hey. Hey. Thank you for having me on, question mark. <laughs> My name is Alexis Guerreros, by the way. I knew you were going to say it, but what the hell? I mean, I was I was about to intro you. I know, I know what what you wanted me to say. Um, but we have we have an ongoing we got an ongoing like debate slash argument slash is it two stubborn people <laughs> won't back down is it I've kind of I think you and I have met in the middle I don't think you think you're wrong I don't think I think I'm wrong um, but at the end of the day that's not meeting in the middle well no I don't, I don't, that's a disagreement I, but no, I think we both I think we both or at least I assume I know I'm right it's I, not about thinking I'm wrong I it, know I'm right we both assumed at least I assumed at the end of our last argument. Where we were just like, at least I was tired of having it. Where I was like, you know what? We both understand where each other coming from because I think you understand my thing is that. And for reference, since I'm sure that people, your yaysayers, ain't been a part of these arguments because they're not around comedy clubs. I said the first thing I said was I thought Atlanta ruined hip hop, 
And then you hear this, and then Rob Hayes. Oh, I remember you telling me this. Rob Hayes's head exploded, and he started giving me all this data. Which again, you're not wrong, but to me, the golden era, that cadence, that, and it doesn't even have to be boom bop. It could be triplets. It could be anything, right? New York, the birthplace of chicken noodle soup, <laughs> claims that Atlanta ruined hip hop. Because to us, you don't understand, like Let the it rain, way the it way out. it was presented to us. It's different when you're from Atlanta. It's different. You heard it differently. The way Atlanta was presented to us here was like all of a sudden, like, okay, Outcast doesn't count because to me they why, were huge. Wait, no. They're why huge. would Outcast not count? How about, how about this? When they're, when they're because from they came, Atlanta. No, because they came they, earlier than the Rush. They recorded their music in, Atlanta, in Georgia yes. Red Clay, they, in the dungeon, in dirt, they in came, Atlanta. They came before the Rush. They came before the scene. They did. are the catalyst for the rush. Like, what are then you talking about? Then why didn't anyone about? sound like them? Plenty of people sound like them. A lot them. of people like, but yo, we had, it was all party music. And I think at the end, after it's all boiled it's down. It's not all party music. It wasn't. They are not. After that, I'm talking like the Yin Yang Twins, Lil Jon, um, who are the dudes that were A-Town stepping, uh, Young Bloods. All this music was party music. And for us, it's like, that's not what we listened to. Hip hop for us was different. So all didn't this, DMX have a song called Party Up? Yeah, and he, he had all, y'all gonna lose my mind. I'm not saying party music didn't exist in New it's York. It's called Party Up. Yeah, but, but I'm not saying party music didn't exist in New York. It certainly existed. But if Big you look pimping. at it in general, that also had Southern dudes in it. Okay. <laughs> and Jay-Z would not be where he is today if it wasn't for Big Pimpin'. So what are you saying? I'm not he saying anything. He needed people from the South. Yo, when I heard that track for the first time, I had no idea who Bumby and Pimpsey were. When I heard what that for the that first time. What does that have to do with me? Well, I'm saying what is, does that have to do with hip hop? Well, I'm saying is he introduced that to us, and their bars to us were trash at the time because, like, yo, why doesn't it? Why is it sound all like confused and not rhyming with the? It's See, not on beat. That's the party. You. That's the problem. You're at a party. They play big pimping, and you are worried about the like. Why do the verses sound like this? Instead of having a good time, no, man. No, I think it's just have a good time. <laughs> just relax, well, bro. First of all, you know we can't do that up here. At least we couldn't. Now we can. But um, no, I, I probably the you first. You can't like, have a good time up here. You can't show yourself having a good time. Not a lot. At least not when I, I was growing I, up. Kid and Play I, are from Queens. Kid and Play are from Queens, and they're barely. They're not hip hop. That's pop. What do you mean they're not hip hop? That shit was pop. None of us listen to that, and that's way before my time anyway. I'm saying they made house party to us Nas. But he's talking about. I think he's talking like that's every song. Nas first song is live at the barbecue. That sounds like having a good time. But what I'm saying is like Illmatic, Stillmatic, Affirmative Action. That's the shit we used to listen to at parties. Affirmative Action. Yeah. What's that? Um, the track with Cormega, uh, Az. Uh, Sounds like a whack party. A white party. Whack. Whack A whack party. (laughs) Ah, this is fun. That was well, fun. You said every hey, can song you play now, affirmative every- action? There's some black people here. Like, what? <laughs> hey, man, what the hell? No, nah, it was dope. <laughs> but we also didn't like, like, I forgot who the dude is, man. Who's the dude? He's a very funny comic from um, from Atlanta. A uh, black dude, a little bit bigger, wears his shirts buttoned up all the way. Always has a big smile on his face. He was at, he was a part of the festival. I can't remember his name. You talking funny. about David Perdue? Yes. All right. So he yeah. was like, he goes, "Here's my problem with New York." Shout out to David Produce. Shout, Shout out to, to his Dave. beads, yeah. which would have got me there quicker. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> he is hilarious, by the way. Uh, mm-hmm. He was like, "Why are none of y'all smiling photos?" And I was like, "What do you mean?" He's like, "None of you guys smiling photos." He's like, "Why New Yorkers never smile photos?" I was like, "Yeah, that's a good point. I never noticed that." 
But that used to be what, what you had to do. Like, you weren't supposed to smile in photos. 100%. Bad Boy wasn't party music. It was later. Super Cat, you can't party to that. Super what you mean Cat. it was later? Dance that's hole? the first. I'm saying that's the first Bad Biggie, Boy song. Yeah. Talking about it was later. I mean, Flavin' Years technically also like dancey. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I feel like you're just talking about how so many songs now. Like, you go to a party and the dudes wasn't all dancing by themselves. Whereas now it's a lot of songs and it's just but like you could see you could yeah you could dance now now you could dance by yourself i don't think that happened a lot you would bop your head way more than you danced yeah. back in the day i feel i feel bad because this argument is also just me saying i'm an old head yeah, yeah. No, no, <laughs> yeah. but it you're is. blaming you're blaming you're blaming a city that kept it going and saying that they killed it i say it like what was what was happening in new york like 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 atlanta 50 cent 50 cent essentially killed it Where's he from? From New York. He killed it. Exactly. He made it, he made it where you had to be him or nobody else. And he sounded a little Southern. So next thing you know, fucking, there was no one in Sin did not sound Southern. Yeah, he did. He even says it in one of his tracks. He says it. He's mm. from here. He don't know. What to, come on, man. He, sound, he even says, because I sound you mad You can't southern. take his word from him. He's not <laughs> from the South. He's from here. You don't think he sounds a little Southern sometimes? No. He sounds like he got shot. Yeah. I'm not talking. <laughs> yeah. You think you he think that's what southern that's what southern accent comes Just from? Some the dude who gets shot? You get shot and then you sound like <laughs> Kevin Spacey in uh, House of Cards. I don't get it. I don't watch House of Cards. Not oh. any not anymore, bro. I'm ahead of the game. Hashtag me too. He has okay, well, <laughs> the people who do watch House of Cards, they got that and they slap me high five. <laughs> Why? Because he says the H's? That's the only thing I know about his accent in House of Cards. He says like He, he sounds like Froghorn Leghorn <laughs> on that show. Y'all really don't watch it. He got nah. the strongest accent. He sounds like he from the eighteen hundreds. But I can't tell the difference between like what's he trying to do? Like a Tennessee accent, right? I can't tell the difference between that and That's like That's that actor accent. No one in the South sounds like that anymore. That's what people in the South sounded like in like I was surprised 1797. Like people from West Chicago sound more Southern than people in Atlanta. That that bugs my mind. Like Lil Rel to us sounds way more they Southern got their than their own. They got their own accent. It's not it's not the same. But they, they do but you have, get what I'm saying. You would understand have, where I come they from do that, have that sounds an a little accent. southern. Yeah, they know. Yeah. They they stretch out different parts of words and like they even say like fitting. And you can hear like you I'm can hear a, that in it's like kind of a draw too. Yeah. You can hear that it's in Kanye and then you could thing, definitely though. hear it in like other people that was on like old Kanye stuff, like G L C and uh you know, uh Consequence and well not Consequence, uh, uh-huh. uh really though. You could definitely hear like like Oh, and Don C. When you hear Don C. talk, now that is that. That's that real West. That's West that Chicago. real Chicago. Yeah, Detroit always sounded very East Coast to me. Like the accent, I didn't hear very like much Midwest in Detroit's accent. You from Detroit or Detroit like proper? I'm from Detroit, but I feel like yeah, you know, we talking about guys like Royce, fucking uh, Trick Trick. They just had like a rougher sound. Yeah, I feel like that's what it was more about. They like Midwest draw people. I still to this day don't know what this like Midwest accent is. I've been told to me it's like with, that. Don't you know, like that kind of thing. I don't know if it's like that. I don't. I like feel like that's Wisconsin-y. the white version. Yeah, that's the white Midwestern accent. That's the Midwestern I, accent. No, the, no, no, no. Black mis- Midwestern accent is like that. St. Louis, like their her. That you know, to me is very specific to St. Louis, though. No, like, it's like not. if you ever I'm go, to, no, you ever to go to because I don't know people from that area. Like, like outside if you of, say like, like "What up, though?" You say "What up, though?" is like a certain way. Yeah, 
it's just like I don't know. It's, it just comes out a certain way. Like if I if I get like my voice gets higher, if I get like angry, or whatever, it comes out more. I <laughs> to don't me, know. when I get when I get angry, I sound I start to go all Spanish. Like I start to Ricky Ricardo when I get real angry. All right, let's see if we can get him there. That's my base. Rob's trying. <laughs> I don't know it's how it's amazing you sound Ricky Ricardo, but you got the logic of Lucy. You know what yeah. I'm saying? <laughs> you really upset about that statement, huh? It, wh- why would I not be? It's <laughs> not know. factual. It's, <laughs> it's disrespectful. I don't understand how you can't understand that. I'm telling you from our perspective. I'm not the only person who believes this. There's a lot of we've. I've had this conversation with a lot of people. To us, when hip hop started to slide away from lyricism, was the was the generation that Atlanta took over. So it's obvious to us that it was like, oh, then it must be their fault. That's, That's a bad said, way of looking bump, at it. Bump, stickity, bump, stickity. <laughs> See, he, the head bone connected to the neck bone. The trash neck bone bars connected existed to the forever. Hardy, hard, hard, hard. Yeah. If you don't get out of my face <laughs> trying to blame Atlanta. I don't understand. That's a straw man argument, though. You're assuming that I'm saying that trash bars never existed until Atlanta got but here. But like, even, even the examples that you gave. Like some, I mean, the Yin Yang Twins. These were being yo, who they were. Every eighth that, song was one of the was y- Lil John or Yin Yang Twins or Young Bloods or you or Young Jock. That the Whisper song wasn't just like creative. You can't tell me that the Whisper song wasn't just hip hop. If if anyone else had done that, it would have been like, look at like all the stuff you could still do with this genre. Like this is amazing. Hey, how you doing, little mama? Let me whisper. See to me all those like come on. I don't to think me, you all should be trying boom, to keep them boom, all in the same boom, lane. I feel like boom, when it started, boom, boom, yeah, was, I remember there's a lot of stuff. I'm like, what is this? Like, where is substance in a lot of shit? But at yeah. the same time, if you just take it and say it's hip hop, but put it in a different lane of hip hop, it's but like you all right. Know, just and then do that. and then here's where I'll it's tell all you the same. Here here's where it's I'll tell you my. I'm willing to admit. I don't know if it's ignorance or naivety. It's something. But to me, hip hop was something that you kept refining. Right, like look at it as something that I can more easily explain, like pizza. To me, pizza is round, it's got fluffy edges, it's got sauce and it's got cheese, and that's it, right? And then someone's like, oh, but look over here. I'm making it with this type of flour, and I'm putting this crazy shit on it. To me, it's like, well, that's not pizza, it's this. You keep making this better by little refining, little by little. To me, hip-hop was the substance of the bars, the bars themselves, the cadence itself had a very specific sort of sound, and it kept getting better and better and better. And then all of a sudden, shit started popping up in this other lane, and we were all like, well, what are you doing over there? Like, yo, the bars don't even matter over there. Like, why are you over there? Why are you doing that? Am I dancing to it? Yeah, I played half that music at my wedding. I enjoyed it. I'm, I'm just saying, to us, it wasn't, the hip-hop didn't continue. It wasn't still a gladiator sport. It still wasn't a competitive sport. It's not sport. a sport. It's music. Okay, but it's at one music. point, it was a competitive sport in no, essential. Yes, it, it was. It was never in the Olympics. Okay. It was you never know exactly. sport. Come they on, don't you know talk I mean. about hip-hop on ESPN. They'll get rappers to come on and talk about sports, yeah. but they don't talk about rap on first take. It's not a sport. If you're going to take that it's literally. Jalen Rose music. tried to yesterday. They shut him down real quick. It's music. Sure. But there was a, it mattered at one point as to who's the, who's the best MC. It mattered at one point. That doesn't matter anymore. I have to ask because of the It still analogy. matters who's the best MC. Who do you think is the best MC right now? People are arguing over who, whether Kendrick is the best MC right now. Mm-hmm. Like that, like that. Still, that argument never stopped. Yeah, I don't. And maybe. the people who are making the music that you're talking about that you say is like kind of ruin everything, they're fine. They're like, I don't even think they're trying to be part of that argument. Yeah, no, they're not. And I think that also kind of upsets me to some degree when I hear people be like, "Yeah, I don't care if I, my lyrics aren't good. I'm out here having fun." To me, it's like, well, the Migos the can rap. 
And if you don't think the Migos can rap, you're crazy. If you don't think Young Thug can rap, you're crazy. I think Thug is great. I think Migos is very good. I think the music is better than their than their their ability. The Migos to rap. is more hip hop than a lot of people. They switching off like Run DMC. They really on some like you know like I think you don't know who's gonna where it's gonna come from next. Like really just you know when you watch them freestyle on Sway together, it's a it's a cipher. They're really vibing. That's mm. that's hip hop. Sure, I'm not gonna take that away from them. I uh, I'm not gonna put them on a certain level lyrically because like um. Uh, what is it? If you hate and call him Joe Button, coop outside and it's push button. I mean, what's wrong with that? It just because That's it rhymes doesn't make word. it good a good bar. That's like so you gonna talk a shit gonna about some and then all of a sudden you're talking about your car outside. Would you've talked about in nineteen out nineteen tracks before that? It's like that that type of shit would not have passed in the generation that I think was lyrically the most important generation. You're a dork. You never been a sport. <laughs> <laughs> I'll, I'll give you credit for that. There's a lot of people making the same song over and over again. I mean, That's it's like... Fair. But people... Yo, but it's fun. What are you going to do with the audience when the audience is taking it in and paying for it and enjoying it? You can't You can't really do much about it. Well, I mean, <laughs> I mean, if you... If you... Then we should be saying the same thing about comedy, you know? I don't do this podcast talk about comedy. No, but what I'm saying is it's like it's the same thing. If people are paying for, you know, shitty Instagram comedians, I'm doing air quotes, you can't see that on the podcast or hear it. If if someone's paying for that, does that make that now people the best like comedian? People like seeing Instagram videos of when a hot girl walks down the street and then chaos ensues. Sure. But what I'm saying is, is that the same as what we're doing? We're no, working real it's hard not the same because to make jokes if you're good, that have substance and people are coming out with trash, but they're selling out theaters because they're more popular. Does that make that person a better comedian than you who's about to be on The Tonight Show? Congratulations. Because of real fucking good jokes that you've workshopped and made better. But it's, it's not the same. It's not the same because you are blaming like like the way things are changing like rap is the voice of the disenfranchised yep. there were the migos come from an area of atlanta that was not only just ignored yeah, by the way. people but it was also ignored by hip-hop it was ignored by the community in atlanta somebody in atlanta told me that they're from they're not decatur right they're from the north side it's a different name i can't they're from the north, north side yeah but what's the there's a isn't there a term for that city that part of the city it's not just the north side I mean, you could call them. They're from. They're from Gwinnett. Gwinnett. All right. So somebody told me that people used to not fuck with people from Gwinnett because it's more suburban. That, Is that was true? that was the thought process. Yeah. Then like, Gangland came out. We found out. Oh, it was uh -oh. going yeah, down yeah. up there. We didn't even know. Where's Little Mexico? Because that's where Future from, right? That's more East Side. I don't know. All right, he just. Told I don't know if Little Mexico is. Is a place. Yeah, that's what I've he never heard he that. calls that in his he calls it in his tracks. He calls it Little Mexico. Anyway, long story short, but that doesn't mean that that's a place. That's where he says he's from. So I'm assuming that was a neighbor. I don't know Atlanta, so I could be wrong. You know what I'm saying? Like Little Mexico could could be deeper than just oh, like the, a block by block area. Yeah yeah, 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 yeah. Sure, that's what I call Taco Bell. But you that's know, hilarious. people don't think people from Atlanta can be deep in their rap. I never said that. Can we get to Kanye? <laughs> <laughs> Rob don't want to. 
You invited me a guest in your podcast. I didn't invite you. Chris invited you. So you don't want me here? Whoa, 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 whoa. You co-signed this. Get out of here. No, I'm, you I'm told playing. me it was going to be here. You, no, told, you told me no, it was going to be no. civil. I didn't know it was going to get like this. All right. Hey, man. Hey, did you Did you? He's still... He's still going. <laughs> no, no way. He's like, you're not, you won't stop until I back down. That's yeah. not in my blood. So we could just agree to disagree as we and move on. I have All a question. Right. Just basically. I'm being serious. Just, yeah. just on the I'm analogy. Good. I like you. Just I don't, on, wanna, just I don't on, want there to be beef because I said, you said he fucked up hip hop. You're not like, you, <laughs> like you're saying nice things, but you're looking intense. Like you're looking like you better slap me. I, Even though you like I wouldn't, saying, I, wouldn't I like throw. you. Alexis got the Arthur fist under the table. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not built that way. What if, you, I, if I had a problem with you, I would say, I don't think we have a problem. I get where you come from, and I think you know where I come from. You just don't agree with what I'm saying. And I'm willing to let it go. I think there. he's insulted by what you're saying. Yeah. That's the main But thing. I've already told you, and I've said this to your face. If I, if I insulted you, then I'm sorry. Because that wasn't what I was trying to say. I was trying to explain to you where we came from in a place different than you. And then you try to explain to me where you come from in a different place, in a place different than me. And I was willing to accept like, oh shit, I could see why you see it that way now. You've no, never once you. even pretended to because think about the way I see it. No. I don't understand how you can't understand. That was how it was presented to us. Remember when hip hop used to just be on the radio? Remember that? Like you had to, you, you accepted? I don't. Really? I always lived in a video soul, you know what I'm saying? Rap city world. All right, well, nonetheless, it's kind of the same. What I mean is like- Yo MTV Raps came out when I was one. Yeah, I never saw Yo MTV Raps. I'm not 75. (laughs) Uh, No, you making it, but you making it sound like, you know, remember when rap was just on the radio? No. What does the Sugar Hill Gang look like? You know what I'm saying? No, I'm trying to tell you, it's like we couldn't go out and search for our own shit unless we bought mixtapes. Like we couldn't go online and find like what's dope. I had no idea what was happening in Atlanta outside of what they were playing on the radio or what was on- what was on like MTV or like VH1 Soul or The Box, which they still had in my neighborhood, okay. which was dope. So what we were presented with was clearly not what you were hearing. When I was talking to some of those uh, comedians in Atlanta, they were like, what about this? What about this? What about this? I'm like, we never had those mixtapes where I'm from. I never heard that. I never heard those tracks. All we exactly. heard was the pop shit. So to us, the stuff we were presented with as being from Atlanta was trash. A lot of it was trash. Not all of it. We all loved Outcast. Outcast gets a pass all day, every day. There's a, that's the, some of the best music I've ever heard comes out from from out of those two, independent or together. Nonetheless, some of the other stuff we were presented with was trash. So we all looked at it and said, "Well, that's what everybody likes now. So that must be the reason why it sucks." Okay, so you can't make a statement and then claim ignorance because you're making a statement. I like claimed ignorance Atlanta, a few minutes ago before Atlanta I said killed, I turned on this. Atlanta killed hip hop. I what said you ruin, said. ruin, ruin hip hop is what you said. Yeah, and then you're gonna claim. But we were ignorant of who was good from Atlanta. So why? Well, actually, like, I think that makes all the sense in the world, actually. So why are you still holding on to the statement? Because if, this, if, you, if, you, if you're saying that the statement is based on ignorance, why are you still holding on to the statement? Because those trash artists still did exist. Yeah, and still did come from both Atlanta. can be true. Trash artists exist everywhere 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 the overwhelming abundance at the same time that new york hip-hop dipped and was no longer important atlanta took over and that and bridge it wasn't like new us, york artists went away they weren't i mean good. they kind of did they weren't good but they also weren't being developed there's a lot of reasons for it but they weren't good even even modern day big new york artists i mean i don't want to say certain names because these dudes are real shooters <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> 
But I'm like, I look, yeah, I like, I like that. It was like, ah, Young Draco. I thought he was from Atlanta when I first heard him, by the way. Uh, exactly. Oh, the whole he's world. From yeah. he's from so, same thing with Fetty, by the way. As soon as I, I was like, I can't he's believe he's from, from Jersey. Jersey. Yeah, he's from Patterson. He what sings a, more than he raps. Shouts to Silk His City, singing by the, the way. rap ratio and Bobby Brown's singing the rap ratio is the exact same. I read an article about it. I sent it to you. <laughs> uh, I think Monty is a better rapper out of all those Remy boys. But, nonetheless... Um, when I heard those dudes, I first thought they were from Atlanta. And those are two dudes who I didn't respect at first. That lets you know what we thought of was coming originally from that city. I figured it out. Who broke your heart from Atlanta? Everything you don't like, you blame it on Atlanta. That's not true. I thought Fetty was from Atlanta. I thought they was from Atlanta. I didn't say I thought Fetty was from Atlanta. I know he's from Queens. Why won't Cynthia call me back, man? <laughs> I've been married 11 years. I ain't worried about no girl. Uh... <laughs> Nonetheless, by the way, I want to say with all due respect after saying all that, I fucking love the city of Atlanta now that I've been there. Hey, man. It's fucking Atlanta, dope. the city where Kanye West was born. Um, <laughs> a hell of a segue right there. Way to bring it home. <laughs> Buddy. Yeah. I was going to ask him what he thought of Chicago-style pizza, just on the pizza analogy. Let's not do it. Oh, is that I deep? Can't, oh, I can't geez. beef with both of y'all. Where are you from? Where's the producer from? I'm going to tell you something in your shit. He sucked. Uh, all right, let's get into some- let's, Philly. Yeah. All right. Yeah, they, I'll keep looking this they're, way. They're riding high over there. Uh, let's Good luck get, in the Super Bowl because anybody that beats Let's get into some stuff we missed. Uh, is a new addition to the to the West family. Uh, Kanye had a daughter. It's a daughter, right? Shy, yeah. Daughter named, not just Shy, Chicago. She, Chicago. You know Chicago what the nickname is going to be. Nobody's going to call that baby Chicago. Actually, It'll the article y'all sent me, it shy. it says Shy. Like, yeah. That's actually Because that's what everybody, everybody was like, no, I'm not saying that. I'm going to say Shy. It's a great nick. It's a great like short name. Shy is great. Yeah, Shy is great. You know? But you don't want the full name to be the name of a city, though. I mean. Why not? I don't know. Doesn't that sound a little like uh, they didn't really try? I mean, Jay-Z said if I had a daughter, her name would be Brooklyn Carter. But you know what I'm saying? Kanye didn't talk about it. He he was about it and actually named his daughter after his I city. feel like Kanye tried to do it the first time. Although, you know what, now that you say that Beckham's got a kid named Brooklyn, a lot of people got a kid named Brooklyn. Yeah. You guys remember uh, Uncle Luke had a uh, reality show? You know, mm -hmm. Luke from uh, mm -hmm. Two Love yeah, Crew? Yeah, yeah. One of the last scenes from one of the only episodes I saw, right after when they used to roll credits, they would have like a cut scene or something. He was at a barbershop in uh, some someplace in, in South Florida. And uh, the guy's like, yeah, he's like, this girl in Baltimore said she said I got her pregnant. It's like, I got to go up to Baltimore and see the kid. And he's like, oh, what's the name? He said, uh, Brooklyn. And he was like, yeah, you named the kid Brooklyn? He's like, no, I never named the kid Brooklyn. I would never name a kid Brooklyn. He's like, if I had a kid, I'd name it Opalaka. <laughs> it's a city, like it's a part okay. of Florida. That's hilarious. That is so fucking funny. I would love to meet a kid named Opalaka. That Luke show was underrated. Luke is actually so. like a good parent and, you know, his life is wild. Yeah. He's, he's Luke Skywalker. He's still Luke and he's also like a good parent. Yeah, it was like... I think I think sometimes when your life is too together, it doesn't make for a good reality show. Yeah, for like, sure. No. Like, like, you know, there wasn't going to be no scan. Luke's got his stuff in order. He does his freak shows, and then he comes home to his wife. Like, he's kind of, you know, got everything together. Like, you really need, like, some dysfunctionality. That's why I didn't like that Rev Run show. show. You didn't like it? Nah, I'm like I get it. He's like, a well, they couldn't dude. keep up the perfect thing. Yeah, the yeah. kids were the most the most interesting part of yeah. that shit because they they you knew they were fucking up. 
Well, and you knew they were gonna be messed up. Like yeah. Team Blackout was not gonna. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, we tried, but you know, then they all started putting out music. They all like like when Angela came out with that video out of nowhere. It was like, well, they ain't even do an episode about this. Yeah, like, <laughs> that's just this they skipped that on. I, I remember uh, when I was gonna get my hair done. I had, I was forced to sit and watch Growing Up Hip Hop in the chair. Oh yeah. So they skipped that formula. So it was all the kids of like these stars trying to make music now and like none of them seem like they're gonna like yeah like romeo like romeo and dame dash kid and all these people it's like well hey. remember diggy had that one freestyle that like lit up the internet yeah i don't know oh that, no yeah. diggy had a mixtape did he Matter put out a whole fact, tape N- diggy had a really good mixtape I, I um diggy had diggy had some actual tracks and stuff only he reason i know songs on 106 and park I got pulled over one time listening to Diggy's mixtape, <laughs> and I never felt so grown and so much like a child at the same time. <laughs> yeah. like, man, That's a real juxtaposition right I, there. Yeah, I did yeah. not want to go to jail, and the last yeah. rap I heard was from Diggy's. <laughs> Wearing pastries. <laughs> Yo, I want to give a personal shout-out to anybody that got pastries in the bottom of their closet, because yeah. I know good and well you're not walking around with them now. No, you're holding on. Mm-hmm. Those are like ice creams, female ice creams. Yo, it's a dude on Instagram. He has all the ice cream. <laughs> really? Yeah, like King of Creams, I think is his name. He got like all of them. Like from 03, like the ones that was like $200. Yeah, yeah, yeah. All the way to the ones that was on the table at Foot Locker for $10. <laughs> he got all of them. You, you think they'll ever make really a comeback? Impressive. I thought Bape was dead in the water after the whole uh, like p- like patent leather shit went away. But then, yeah. But Bape then is it was back. like a resurgence. Yeah, you Bape know? is back all the way. But I think I, you just got to make your shit expensive. It. Yeah. Or you, you, you need an excuse, too. Can't just make an excuse. It's got to have a good story. Like, babe, the babe has something that they could do a lot with, you know. The Japanese like, dude? Like the, no, I'm saying, like, they, they, they freak the camo so many different ways. Yeah. You know, they, uh, they got, you know, all the collabs they make, you know, they change the way stuff looks. Like, you know, when you see something, babe, you know it's bait. Yeah, yeah, for sure. But I, they dodged a bullet because I don't know if Babe could come out now with the, you know, cutest monkey in the jungle and stuff. People mad at H&M. I was like, well, I guess I can't wear my Babe tees today. Cause you heard that kid's mom is like, why is everyone freaking care. out? Yeah, She's like, well, I was there. Because well, she she's trying to get she's them not, checked. She's, she, yeah, she's trying to keep getting money. That and like, apparently like they're from like Switzerland and like they're not yeah, from yeah, here. Yeah. And it's, I'm, I know a bunch of people who are just No, like, but that, the monkey thing is still a thing in Europe though. Yeah, she they, knew. They threw bananas at Tierra Henry. Like they me threw, making what's the a freaking soccer what's, reference? What's the, Bella, is it Balotelli? Is that his name? Uh, they they never threw bananas at Tierra Henry. They threw it at a uh, drug banana pills. Drogba, Didier Drogba. Who's the guy who Thierry had the, like, the blonde mohawk? Is that is what's that? His? Don't mean Balotelli. It was Balotelli. Way game. Yeah, no, no, no. It's uh, what you gonna call it? He's not English. Yeah, yes. I thought he was French. Uh, I'm sorry, he's French. He gets a pass. <laughs> You're right. He played in England at the time. DDA Drogba was from This Cote man got Dior a War. soccer podcast. You and, know what I mean? And Thierry Henry is my favorite player of all time. Uh, <laughs> his father's from Guadeloupe. I know it all. But um, it was DDA Drogba because he came from Africa to the English League, and they gave him hell. They threw coins at him, dog. That's terrible. Bellatelli had my favorite quote about people throwing bananas at him on the pitch where he was just like, uh, yeah, if anybody uh, – those bananas at me, I'll just go to jail because I I will kill them. Yeah, that <laughs> yeah, was it. yeah. Uh, Balotelli, he he knows like he he knows how to handle it because he got adopted by an Italian family from Ghana, 
So he lived in Italy, which is a dramatically racist place. And they gave him shit all the way. I'm like, yo, even when he scores for your fucking national team, mm. you give him shit. That's why when the shit started happening here with like all the fucking pitchforks, I was like, well, I mean, it's only a matter of fucking time before that shit came here. Kanye tried to tell us. <laughs> he tried to tell us how they was doing in the fashion world out there. But you know are you trying mean? to pull him back into the Kanye? I got a Kanye conspiracy for you guys. Okay. This is something y'all didn't put in the rundown. Uh-huh. Somebody told me. This is somebody who was heavily connected in the uh, in the hip-hop game for a long time. I don't think they are as much anymore. Somebody told me that at first, I don't know if you guys remember, like he was trying to do the fashion thing and he was kept, kept getting pushed out. Like he wasn't really allowed like to quote-unquote sit at the table. He didn't get a seat at the table, right? Mm-hmm. Like he wasn't really allowed. And then all of a sudden, he was. So the question was, what happened? What changed? And he was like, oh, a lot of people are saying he gave up the butt. Which I don't believe. You said all that to say that? That's what he, no, but this is like someone who believes this. They believe that that's what he did, that he was willing to do that for the culture. Yo, man. This might be the laziest conspiracy yeah. I've <laughs> that ever was, heard. That was the you can say I've that heard. about anything. Yeah. True. But I'm saying like people are openly talking about that. I'm like, that sounds really dumb. And he was like, that's what people telling me. That but dude see, is going man, around saying like, see. you know how Barack Obama got the nom, right? <laughs> you you know, they butt. were like, you want to be a community organizer in Chicago your whole life? And he was like, you know, I got big dreams. And then you know what? got to give up the butt. Like, what is this, a boombox episode? <laughs> when this person said this to you, uh, were they in front of you or behind you? <laughs> <laughs> Underneath me, actually. <laughs> Man, right. that's the first time anybody said that on the podcast. <laughs> I mean, I really think he went to Germany, you know, to, the, uh, to Adidas, and Adidas already had everything you needed to get it going. We all agree that the Nike stuff is better than the Adidas stuff, right? Or you guys it's disagree? Different. It certainly is, but it's different. How would you, how would you rate sneaker for sneaker though? I, 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 I like the fact that it's lower, lower value now, like lower price, I should say. So like it's easier for a lot I more mean, people to have it. What, what do you mean lower price? Yeah, well, you can't get you can't. Point. But the Nike shit was like I, I never saw. I mean, I didn't follow it really, really closely. But the the thing with like the. Like the gills on the back of it, that that pair that he made for the Nike shit, that Retail was like retail for like two forty five. Yeah, but dude, you couldn't find that shit for like less than fifteen hundred, eighteen hundred. The easiest you can find a lot easier. But Seems he like doesn't a, like, have a control value. over that. You could choose how much you make. You can't choose. You can't how dictate much the resale market. Value. No, but if you flood the market with it, the price goes down. Everyone understands that. Mm, I, I don't know the numbers. numbers. Depends on the demand. Like the you know like well, how the, much are they the making? The seven hundreds go for that much. But the 350s don't. But the 700s are, you know, retail for 300 and something. I mean, it's just, you know, some of it you can't dictate, some of it you can't. I, I like the Adidas stuff. I really like the Adidas stuff. I like the Nike stuff. I just think it's different. I think the Nike stuff was, you know, corresponding with, with the way people wore their clothes then, in yeah. that time period. A lot know? more mids and highs. And the, the Adidas stuff is a reaction to a change in silhouette. So, you know, like, the it's going gonna, it's gonna to be different. And, you know, time has gone on. Like, Kanye, you know, isn't nowhere near the same design-wise that he was in 2009 and 2012. He's so, not the same at all. I kind of wish he was still chubby. I just saw an updated photo of him. He's back to being skinny again. Yo, shout out he to my small. dude's Ma- MacBook grip. MacBook <laughs> grip 
It's amazing. You know what I'm saying? We talk about, you talk about that photo, right? I just, I didn't see, yeah, the, the one where he has his laptop with him. The, uh, Two yeah, fingers. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. The laptop. Thumb index. That's all you need. <laughs> the, the the least safe way I've ever seen anybody <laughs> hold a laptop. That's so dope. The carelessness of it. The way we treat notebooks is the way he treats a laptop, though. I mean, yeah, he probably, he probably was like is good at flipping a laptop. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> like, hey, look at this, you know, and then he just like flips it up in the air, and that's how he closes people. it. Hold like, this, fam. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, he probably like tosses it, like, hey, Don, look at this, and then just like. And like, if you got in your hand like a Gen One iPad, you'd be like, "Yo, look at what I have on." Nah, you probably see, would toss it. See, this is and this is why when when we brought this up, and it was like a lot of people were like, "Oh, the new albums that could be on his laptop." And I'm like, "Look how he's holding it. That's there's no way that's his album. This yeah. is this <laughs> somebody yeah, else's album. This is Tiana album. Taylor's <laughs> music. This is shit." <laughs> This is, yeah. this is this is John Legend B side. Saha yeah. is like ready to catch the laptop at any moment. He's ready to <laughs> dive in. Just <laughs> underneath it, got his hands out. Yo, yo, watch it, watch it, watch it, watch it, watch it. Kanye, no, come on, <laughs> three fingers, please. <laughs> Why can't I get on like the the, the the hard drive in the in the uh, vault that you have in the back of the car? Nope, we got you. In this. Please tell me you put it in the cloud. Please put it in the cloud. <laughs> I don't Before care. we leave, no, I yeah. seen how you was walking around with that laptop. Please, I don't care if it leaks. I don't back up your stuff. <laughs> you mind if I just put my flash drive in there real quick? He's just like he's always walking around with flash drive. Oh man, looks like Good Fridays are back. Yeah, Justin Timberlake tried to steal Good Fridays. Did he? Y'all seen that? I haven't paid attention. Have to y'all seen that? First of all, first of all, your man JT. You know what I'm saying? We on you. We see what you're doing. First of all, he put out a track list on a piece of legal pad on Twitter. Hmm, interesting. That's a kind Sounds of like Swish slash Waves slash TLOP slash The Life of Pablo. Drake did it too, after Kanye though. Exactly. So then, tell me something. He Drake says, first. I'm going to release a song <laughs> every week until Man in the Woods comes out. You're going to release a song every week? What a creative idea. Where'd you get that from? I don't know. Good Fridays? Come on, man. We on you, JT. We see what you're doing. I thought Good Fridays was going to usher in this era of, like, not really dropping, like, albums anymore so much. Like, dropping maybe, like, playlists or just tracks. It kind of did. And then touring off of that. Did. It did, but, like, people still release so albums. It was ahead of its time. It really was. Well like, beyond ahead of its like time. Like, if, if there was, like, if, he, if the streaming era would have been, like, then, some of these, like, Cardi B, Drake records, quote, unquote, it would have been a wrap. Because people had to physically download Good Friday songs. They had, that means they had to, like, real estate on their computers. Yeah. On Wait, don't I remember that shit being on SoundCloud, though? You could listen off of SoundCloud. 2010? For some reason, I remember that shit being on SoundCloud. It might have been on SoundCloud. I, I remember, I remember having to go and Google you had a SoundCloud app no, it was in 2010? Like, I legitimately remember going to, going to Nah Right just for that. You guys remember Nah Right? I remember Nah Right. Yeah, I think it's still around, but I used to go there legitimately just for that. And uh, who was the dude that was doing the stuff with Dame Dash? Uh, was that DD172? Okay. Um, Jet Life. I used to go Currency. to Currency. Currency, Currency yeah. and... and, and um, uh, what's that? I can't remember the dude. Ski, Ski Beats used to drop like a track like every week or two weeks it was fucking great most deaf did a beat for him too yeah yeah it's called uh, breakfast I breakfast yeah the, like second version yeah it was like 
I was yeah. like, yo, most Def is a producer now. This is going to be great. No, I used did to love again. Currency. Yeah, Currency was great. He's from the South. <laughs> yeah, I'm trying <laughs> because this is the most fucking tense-filled conversation. We started tense, we good now, uh, homie. You we showed up tense. I wouldn't say we started tense. Okay, you walked in ready to go. You want to slide into this other conspiracy theory? <laughs> what this David Bowie? I don't like it, but go. yeah. So we found this David Bowie Kanye conspiracy <laughs> theory, basically that David Bowie predicted Kanye West was coming to like save pop music before Kanye West was born. It's pretty insane. It was like a passing of the baton. Yeah, it's like a passing of the baton. But like it, Optimus but Prime I pre- shit. But I predicted in a, a prophesized yeah. passing of the baton. There's an album cover that says, what does it say, West? K-West. 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 Yeah, it's, it's like a street. storefront. Yeah. And it could he, be a big conspiracy theory, but it, I will give him credit. It started off strong because yeah. it's K West, and I'm like, uh oh, okay, that is the only prominent thing on. The I never cover. got past the image I saw it before, and I was like, huh, Kanye is there, K K West, and then I just never thought of it again when I because when when Bowie died and they were putting all these all his album stuff, and I was like, so I saw that and I was like, coincidence, but I never thought of it. What bugged that. me out was the guy who was talking about the conspiracy theory said that. Kanye West was born five years and two days after that album was dropped, and the first track on that album, of that Ziggy Stardust album, yeah. is talking about in five years in five he's going to come. So I was like, oh, this is starting out good. Yeah. And then it just like, and then it, it fizzled it out crumbles. after that. Yeah. No, he said in an interview one day that the dude is like going to be black. <laughs> it's like that, that, that a black guy is going to be a superstar. <laughs> like, well, I mean, that could be a lot of people. David Bowie was doing interviews on MTV talking about there's not enough black artists being played. Like mm. before, and who who who's been going back and forth with MTV? Yay! I don't know. I, I'm starting to see it. You ain't got the <laughs> answers. I'm you starting, starting to believe? To see it. Yeah, I'm starting to believe. I mean, MTV's a dub now. Does anybody care? I don't know. There's Bowie references. There's Bowie references throughout the whole uh, blueprint. If you think about it, did Bowie mean anything to you too? Nah, me not, neither. Not really. Not even okay. in the slightest. Um, I messed with Just Dance because of Diddy. You know what I'm saying? I didn't know that was a Bowie track until like, right now. Oh, for real? I knew that. I know the track from Diddy. Same thing with uh, Pressure. Dun, 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 whatever that joint was. Mm-hmm. The with the one from the Godzilla movie. With the one without the ting. Because Vanilla Ice had a ting in there. Dun, 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 ding, 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 Yeah, 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 yeah. But you know, Bowie, they ain't had a ting. God bless for that, though, because we got samples. <laughs> Thank you, Shook, for holding them over a fucking uh, I mean, that was the beginning of people getting sued. No, but that's how samples were created, because of that lawsuit. Wait, what? You were allowed to sample a record because of that lawsuit. No. Yeah. No, no, no. That's, how, that's when samples got expensive. Well, because that's when you were allowed lawsuit. to do it because you used to get sued for them. But now you were just like, oh, I could pay for it. Yeah, but that's what made the price go up. There well, was no value set. But Vanilla Ice being the most successful rapper set the price super high. Still worked out pretty well, though. I mean, for my era. I mean, it, 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 there's a lot of songs that we didn't get because they weren't cleared. There's a right. lot of samples that we don't know. You know what I'm saying? And there's a lot of times like Eminem and Dr. Dre didn't make anything off of My Name Is because uh, Levy Safri didn't approve it. Really? Yeah. And then uh, God that, bless the mixtapes, though. But that's the reason why uh, um, 
the same song is also sampled uh the song sounds totally different from the beginning to the end the same song is sampled by jay-z on the streets is watching and that's why it's edited that's why you can't find a version with the curses because he wouldn't approve it unless you know you ever listen to a rap album and you're like i have the real version why can i like hear the curses on this part is because like certain people oh, yeah. are like i don't want cursing on there oh really so they edit it on every version even on the official record mm-hmm. god damn i was yeah, what, you maybe couldn't say that maybe they, maybe yeah. <laughs> motherfucker yeah that <laughs> but i remember uh i got the original uh reasonable doubt i got the one with the gun on it which was only a thousand prints because mm. apparently there was a problem with the record label um, something happened. The imprint they wanted his face. So most people have reasonable doubt album like a CD with his actual face on it. I have the one with the gun. So in my head, when somebody told me that there was a second version, I'm like, oh shit, I must have Dead Presidents version one on there. You had a CD player in '95. Yeah. That's what's up. Yeah, that was more impressive. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? '96, he had a CD player. You could not touch the table it was on. <laughs> you could not touch the fucking table. We, I had one of those long ass like headphones with the curly wire. I mean, the kind of like the kind you used to only see like guitar players and shit use. I had one so I could get far away from that fucking player and not bump it. That's so funny. I had a. Uh, I told the, you the first CD players. I the first CDs I ever bought for that were Reasonable Doubt, um, Easy Ease. I think it was uh, the one with uh, motherfucking uh, real motherfucking G's, real Cotton City G's on it, and um, Hard to Earn. Real Compton City G's, real motherfucking I'm, G's. I I'm couldn't. Con- I'm convinced that that song, that beat, comes from Luke Skywalker's theme from Star Wars. I don't know anything about Star the Wars. The Return of the Jedi theme? I'm not a Star Wars dude. No, no, no. When he's on Tatooine, like... Dun, 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 Real motherfucking G. Oh, the... But do you mean the closing thing? Like, or the closing theme or the one where he's like looking out at the sunset? When he's looking out okay. at the double sunset. All right. That beat was so dope. And the video was just shitting on Dr. Dre, which I'd never seen anybody do. And on yeah. Suge Knight, which no one to this day still has done. Y'all think Suge really gave him AIDS? I don't I don't believe in an AIDS bullet. Oh, no? No, yeah. it was a needle, right? Oh. He said he gave him full-blown AIDS. Because apparently- What kind of gloves Suge Knight got? You know what I'm saying? Like, like Suge would never do it on his own. He'd hire somebody. So he do. has a guy? <laughs> he got an AIDS guy. And then how do you- <laughs> What happens when you stop paying the AIDS guy? And he shows up like, nah, I need more money. <laughs> you and you know, he, you know what I'm saying? You got to pay the AIDS guy. Get out of here. Oh, 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 AIDS guy's coming. This Get sounds out of like here with your Oz. Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. technology. Yeah. <laughs> I don't think this exists. He said that shit on Jimmy Kimmel, though. Got to respect him. Who said that on Jimmy Kimmel? Suge. He said what? He said that he gave, well, he insinuated he gave Easy. He's like, do him like we did Easy E. Just go up to him and bah, give him that full blown, uh, I forget what's the nickname they used to have for AIDS back in the day. Back in the Jimmy Kimmel Grid. days, this is back. This is like, this is like seven years ago, six, seven. Oh, used to be called Grid, like way back. No, I forget. Um, it's probably offensive. I learned that in grid. the package, the full blown package. Oh, the full blown package. Full blown package. Mm. He said, "Just hit him. I hit him with a needle." He was smoking a cigar and put his feet up on the table, and Jimmy Kimmel's like, "Okay." I don't think he understood what he was saying. That's say. crazy. Yeah. I gotta watch that interview. Yeah. I got to see Jimmy Kimmel's facial expression when he realized. I think he's just laughing. <laughs> I think he's just That's laughing. That's all you could do. Yeah, what are you going to do? What are you going to say to Shug? Please don't put your feet up. I mean, come on now. 
Shaq been on his deathbed for like the last three years. I'm still terrified of ever seeing Shaq. <laughs> I'll never believe he's dead. Nah, he's immortal. He's been here for thousands of years. The dude next to you gets fucking gunned down and you don't even have shrapnel? Fuck. Man, we, we, we've been all over we've the place. We've been so man. over the place. I don't know where we go circle back we to. We were talking about David Bowie and I didn't know nothing about David Bowie. We got to ask him the basic questions. Yeah. We have, see, this is how long. We've been away for like at least a month right now. Yeah. Um, but we asked everybody uh, who comes on a podcast... Uh, what was your introduction to Kanye? Uh, we're about to listen to it. I'm just a little mad at niggas coming at my neck like my teammate the best in the world. You know what I'm saying? Like we ain't got beans. Cam, Jay, Bleak, Freeway. You know the conspiracy with this. He disses Jay by pausing before his name. I didn't hear the pause. He's supposedly, like if you go to the... Uh, I forgot where online someone explains it all. Like, at this point is the height of the beef that no one knows about, mm-hmm. where he's about to be made vice president if he wasn't already a mm-hmm. Rockefeller, and that pisses off Jay, which starts off the whole breakup, right? So already there's beef where Jay doesn't even want to be on this track. He barely is in this album, right? So he basically says, like, we're this, 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 and I'll do blah, 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 and I'll ride for all y'all. Break. Jay and Bleak, blah, blah, blah. If I got beef, I'll cross the bridge. Me, like he's saying like I'll come supposedly he's saying like I'll cross the bridge to defend y'all but the, the conspiracy theory is like I'll cross the bridge to defend like my real team like I'll, I'll stomp you guys out if it has to be mm. so like cause he's from Harlem and Dame is from Harlem so crossing mm-hmm. the bridge is like I'll leave Manhattan if I have to which you guys might not know back in the day that was like a real the fact that Dame even signed Jay was huge in New York yeah. because no one like Brooklyn and, and Harlem never fucked with each other that was instant beef when they saw each other. Dudes dressed really well, Harlem. Dudes wearing Gore-Tex and Tim's and ACGs, Brooklyn, and there was always beef. But did he sign Biggie? Westchester. Diddy from Westchester. He raps Harlem, but he's from Westchester. And also, Diddy was about money. Like, Diddy wasn't like a Harlem dude like that. But I, I've heard Dame say that, like, him making that move was, like, kind of influenced by... Yeah, it, it was. What just happened with Bad Boy? Yeah, mm-hmm. I mean, it was big. Also, Dame said the reason he was comfortable signing Jay is because the way he tied his shoes. And Jay wore Nikes. <laughs> yeah, which was that's a very uh, if you wore all white Air Force Ones, that was a legit sign that you were from at least Southern Brooklyn, uh, Southern uh, Bronx, and Harlem. Like that was it. That was it. Like they don't even have chopped cheese in Brooklyn. Like they always were separate. Like always very different. And Jay was comfortable People dressing like wearing all whites in Brooklyn. I don't now. They don't have chopped cheese in Brooklyn. They don't. They do steak and cheese in Brooklyn. Mm. So Brooklyn would never, you would never wear Air Force Ones if you were a Brooklyn dude. Never. That's like a blood-wearing blue. You know what I mean? Like, you just wouldn't do that. That was like a, a for, they're call-up towns. You, you, you were up from uptown if you wore that. Mm. So that was the first track I heard Kanye on. Okay. The first interview I ever heard him on was the Old Power 105 one uh, when uh, Dre and Ed Lover, Ed Lover and Dr. Dre, they used to be like the kings of morning radio in mm-hmm. New York, and they were on Hot 97 forever. They were like, they were Hot 97. Like Angie Martinez eventually took that, and she was Hot 97 when she moved to uh, 105 one. That was massive. Same thing happened to, uh, to um, Ed Lover and Dr. Dre, and- he went on that radio station. He's like, I'm going to be the best in the world. I'm going to be number one. Blah, blah, blah. And I remember I was, 
I, I was in my buddy's car and we were just laughing. It's like, who the fuck is this guy? Like, that's the dude who, he did one track and that's when he, he's still talking like this. He just, he still had the jaw shut and he, that's the first time I heard through the wire. Mm-hmm. Was he was doing that interview and everyone was laughing at him. They're like, "Dude, you gotta calm down." He's like, "I'm gonna be the best in the world. I'm gonna be bigger than Michael Jackson." Like he was just talking crazy. Wow. And it's so funny because I think back to that interview all the time, and I'm like, to some degree, he did it. You know what I mean? Like he did what he said he was gonna do. And at that time, he was like backpack. You know, like nobody really fucked with like dudes like that because we were all like, you had to be hard as fuck. You at least had to pretend you were hard as fuck. You heard mm-hmm. the backpack on the radio? No, like we knew who he, we saw. <laughs> we knew who it was. You could hear it just. Yo, I, I hear a jazz boy zipper. <laughs> <laughs> what the hell? <laughs> yeah, they put a mic on the backpack. Yeah. <laughs> oh, the backpack has something to say. Like we were like, he's like, I remember shortly after that when the Blazers started getting real popular, mm-hmm. like he would rock a blazer. I had a corduroy blazer with elbow patches that I called my Kanye jacket. Because it was so synonymous with him. Because, like, nobody was doing that until he did it, essentially. Like, he was one of the first few people we saw do it. So I remember thinking back to that. I think back to that interview all the fucking time. And I'm like, my God. I was, I was, we were all laughing at him. The people on the radio were laughing at him. Like, you're never going to be huge, you know? Mm -hmm. You don't sound like everyone else. You're not dangerous, you know? And all of a sudden, boom. He's fucking huge. I'm not all of a sudden. It took a while, but he's massive. Yeah. When fucking 808 dropped, I was like, everybody was talking about it. Like, the, the shock I heard the first time I went to a white person party and they were playing Wu-Tang. And I was like, y'all know who this is? Like, I was shocked. Like, I know dudes in the hood that love Nirvana. Mm-hmm. That was always impressive to me. Mm-hmm. I didn't know everybody fucked with Wu-Tang. I thought that was just us. First time I heard that, that's the surprise I had when I saw, like, everyone cared about what was, like, 808s was coming out. See, I'm like slightly younger than you, so I remember, like I, I remember white people messing with Wu Tang more than black people. Yeah, I think the later you get, yeah. the less it was like yeah. a hood thing because it was also so cartoonish. Mm-hmm. But like they, but I loved it. But I was nine, you know, I was nine when Triumph came out, so I was yeah. like, this is great. They know what I'm into. You know what I'm saying? Like <laughs> monster movies, kung fu, <laughs> you know. <laughs> Like, it's all there. Yeah, yeah. Rap. This is everything. It's real Pixar-ish, this yeah. shit. Yeah. It's very different. Killer bees. Man, we yeah. just learned about bees. This yeah. is great. <laughs> yeah, I I mean Yeah, I feel like it was more like the legend of the Wu Tang can at that point. Yeah, it was versus. so different. Like it's different now. Like when like I'm talking about like when Cuban Link came out, everything stopped. Everything. We're like, oh my god, the tape is purple. You know? Holy shit. I mean, I was a kid, but we were all like everybody. Like you would go to a bodega, you would go go to school anywhere you went a public bus everybody was talking about like incarcerated scarfaces and all that shit like that's how it felt at least the closest that i could remember when 808 came out everybody was yeezus already i knew like but 808 was the moment where i'm like wait everybody knows about this like all of y'all care that was like everyone i was like all right cool. you don't think graduation hit everyone uh, maybe i wasn't paying attention Mm. I just don't think I was paying attention because I had I had college dropout mm-hmm. um, and I fucked up and I bought I bought all the the bleep tracks I bought all like the edited the radio version I was, like, okay. Motherf- I was so mad uh, so I I just I really I listened to it I just didn't fuck with it that heavy because I was so annoyed so I really didn't pay attention when graduation came out I just wasn't paying attention like maybe I knew the singles you know what I mean if you told me mm-hmm. what singles were on it I would be like yeah I fucked with those I'm, I know I know you know you know the samples I guarantee you, you know that Uh but I just I wasn't paying attention to whether people fuck, fuck with it or not. And then with fucking 808, I was like, everybody was fucking with well, it. What was, was like, your first impression when you heard this song, though? I, first thing first was, 
I'm like, yo, why are they rapping over the singing? Like, this isn't going to work. You guys got to wait till the singing is done. And I then remember rap. being annoyed. Yeah. <laughs> I don't think I ever listened to the whole thing until, like, later, years later. Because when it came out, I was like, uh, this is just, like, people, like, playing around over yeah. we are the champions i was know? like they're I not mean, even trying anymore you know <laughs> a lot of that album is like old like school dame and shit i was like all right well, yeah I but I, I was such a dame head it's like, the pain uh, and full soundtrack right yeah so like a lot of those songs were old school songs anyway so was the like, whole uh, first cd is old tracks the yeah. second cd was new so i just pff, threw the first cd out oh, i've see, heard those a million times now mm-hmm. i would have definitely you know what i'm saying did a side high dive <laughs> Caught that, <laughs> <Yeah>. Caught that. <laughs> no. Please. Caught that Please. first CD because that's what I was really on at that time was like old school rap. Like no, I, oh like, you, yeah, get out of town. Oh yeah, man. Like, yeah, I'm being like I was like a whole golden era. Like at that time, that's that's what I was listening to. I had a I had an old school era, but for me, it was more like my old school was like. All the dudes that had like the leather Africa like pendants, like that era. I had I had that phase in college. I Did had you? a phase of like yeah, like Public Enemy. Yeah, you know, all the anything the bomb Leaders squad of the new touch, school, yeah, that yeah, kind of shit. Yeah, yeah, I went through I went through a heavy like what would happen like when Biggie died. My I fell back to what was hip hop before Biggie started. So Smith and Wesson, um, Buckshot Shorty, all those guys, all that East all that East New York shit. See when Biggie oh, died, jazzy music. Was I took a huge for me. I took a small break from rap, and I just like I did too. I listened to like old school like R and B, like a lot of stuff from the seventies, a lot of stuff from the sixties. Just because I was just like, you know, I was like a, I was a child. Like I was really affected. Like when Biggie died, because it was like Tupac. Now Biggie, like it was Biggie was 05. Like, How old were you in 05? Biggie was 97. You say 97. Oh. I'm sorry. I'm thinking of something else. But how old were you when Biggie died? When Biggie died, I was nine. Damn. I didn't even, you know, have a like, no, I was, connection. No, I was, I was turning like nine. I was, I was eight. Like, I was six years old. Six or five. Well, I guess it was 90. You said 95? No. 97. Biggie 97. died in, 90, in March of 97. Tupac died in September okay, yeah, I was, of 96. I was, six, I was six years old. So I was, you know. Damn. I Maybe I am in third grade right. was rough, man. Yeah, you know what I'm saying. I'm like, we learn cursive now. You know what I'm saying. <laughs> Tupac died. Next semester, Biggie died. It's like, man, everything, everything's falling apart. What are we gonna do in fourth grade, man? We got standardized testing, man. You know what I'm saying. Masterpiece coming out, man. What are we gonna do, man? The essay questions aren't geared for that. First masterpiece track I ever heard is on this album, the "Bout About a Remix" with Cam. That's the saddest thing I've ever heard. <laughs> we didn't fuck with. It. I didn't that know who it sad. was. We knew who like. Which was it? Did you not like it or did you not know it? No, we you said both. We didn't fuck with it. And I didn't know what it was. Like we wait, we one? didn't we saw we knew who like Master P was. We knew who like C Murder was. We knew who Silk the Murder was. Make no, Silk the Murderer was. We were just like, all right, he just Silk, Silk the Murderer. <laughs> with Silk the Shocker, my bad. We knew who these people were, and we were like, all right, we just didn't fuck with it. Like we, I didn't know where to hear it. I didn't. I certainly wasn't buying it. It's, the Bout It remix was the first time that someone was like, I was like, oh, oh, this music is kind of dope. That's Beats by the Pound. Like, they, they <laughs> did all the they did all the beats for No Limits. So, like, that Bout It beat, the thing about, okay, the thing about Master P is Master P was in charge. He was not, he set up the mold of, like, the guy in charge doesn't have to be the best rapper. So, Baby saw that and was like, 
See, the yeah, guy in yeah, charge yeah. doesn't be the best rapper. You know what I'm saying? Like him and Diddy, it's at the same time where it's like, hey, if I'm signing the checks, I don't have to rhyme. I don't have yeah. to write my rhymes, yeah. and my rhymes don't have to be the best because I'm going to be here. You yeah. know what I'm saying? That was like the beginning of that. So Master P would always put people around him who were talented. Mystical was just an insanely talented rapper. Like Pimp C is on a lot of those old Master P songs. Like some of his best verses are not on UGK songs. They're on like old No Limit stuff. Really? I we when did Snoop join No Limit? I remember Snoop joined No Snoop Limit father. after after Tupac died and like Death Row, you know, Suge Knight yeah. got locked up and Death Row was kind of like went away. That was like 99 maybe? No, no, no. Because Tupac died in 96 and then... But he didn't sign right away, right? Like it was like... It was, he kinda, I mean, like it, he it went fe- away for like a year. It felt fast. It, it, it might have been a year, but I'm saying like, like, you know, it felt fast. He put out an album pretty, pretty quickly. He put out like maybe three albums with No Limit. Yeah, he put out a ton. I remember the... um. Yeah, then you know what I did hear of Master P because they had that one where they did uh, they play basketball in the video and um, Shaq is in the video and there's a tank. Make him say um. Yeah. yeah, there was a tank. That came out before this. Yeah. Yeah, so then I definitely did. All right, then I did hear Master P before that, but that was all I knew. That's when, that was like Master P's like, yo, I made it. That's like, like bam, bam. yeah. Bam, bam. Yeah, that's bam, like. Bam. That was a dope beat, actually. It ain't no fault. Like, we were playing that before basketball games. In Detroit, <laughs> were y'all listening to uh, No Limit? Yeah. Because see, No Limit, No Limit, Master P was like, he was from New Orleans, but he got a lot of game in the Bay. He like opened for Tupac. He went on tour with Tupac. Oh, did Tupac, he really? Like selling records out of the trunk. So he, like in, in the true song, Bout It, Bout It, where he's shouting out all these hoods, mm-hmm. he had mixtapes everywhere. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Maybe not in New York. But the rest of the country got a lot of that No Limit stuff, and it was a lot of music. You'd be at the barbershop, and they would have, like, the best of the South. Like, mm-hmm. that was the type of mixtapes we would get with some of those things, but nobody really bought it or listened to it. And at that time, there was so much stuff coming out of New York that you, like, there wasn't a break to listen to some other shit. I feel like if some people like that, everybody wasn't like that. Because when no, I came to not. New York and I started riding the train and I started seeing, like, like, I could hear what other people listening to. I was like, oh, okay, it's definitely people up here that like listen to music from the south. But, but it's just not though? everybody. This is like 2010. Yeah, I mean that's a different era in New York, though. Like before 05, there wasn't that many people from outside New York. I knew a lot of New Yorkers that had moved out. But I talked to PD. PD knows about all kind of like stuff, you know. Yeah, I, I can't. Start, I can't. You can't, even can't get more Bronx than PD. No, that's true. I can't imagine Look, it because I feel like in Detroit, it was like all that new shit and play like from South and everything. Like we were getting it, you know. We might not have had like the extensive like everything in the catalog, but yeah. we were still getting it. And we didn't. I don't remember. Like we didn't have like an issue with it because I felt like you didn't have too many people to ride for. Like the, the, it wasn't like a loyalty thing or anything like that. I guess. I guess in in. I guess it was just different. Maybe with just the people that I rolled because it was like you were either. Like you were either Biggie or Tupac, you couldn't be both. Like you, you everything in New York at that time, in in Newark. Well, that's a little as well, different. Everybody like, felt like they had to do that for some reason. Like but. even in Newark, Newark was like you chose sides. Like I remember being like, you couldn't be about cannabis if you were a fan of like, you know, like nobody. Clef. Cannabis ever, had bars though. You ever meet that like one kid? 
yeah, that man. was like reeling the Bone Thugs or that one yes. kid that was like reeling the Three yeah. Six Mafia, and you're like, whoa, not like, Three they, Six, but Bone Thugs got a lot. There was a lot of kids that all of a sudden started like, and we're like Bone Why are you Thugs nerds so used to scare me. There was this <laughs> one kid, and he was obsessed. Was it the with perms? Bone Thugs and, huh? <laughs> was it the perms? He, you know what? <laughs> he it did look like he tried, yeah. but he, did, he didn't have a like long enough hair. <laughs> there was no YouTube heavily, tutorials back. Every every Bone Thugs dude, not I knew had a perm had a straight perm or no or, curl at the end or they did or they are their hair was already straight yeah. and they just like did it to make it look like bone th- you know yeah. like they already had straight hair and they was like all right we I'm took about a- this busy bone life <laughs> <laughs> we talked about this and this upset you like we didn't we didn't i me and all of my friends and everyone i knew at that time we had no idea what gucci Mane was when he first popped a lot of people give him lyrics for bars. I've had to go back and re-listen because all we got was my chain hangs down to my dick, right? Um, I'm so icy. It's and fun uh, to say. Yeah, sure. And <laughs> I'm not going to take that away from him. And uh, <laughs> she's a very freaky girl. Mm-hmm. Can't take her to mama. That joint. That And that makes me sad because that's all the stuff when we be like, come on, Gucci. Yeah, you that's like do, when you, you talk about DMX, you know, See, y'all go like make so. me lose my mind. We'd all be like, stop. That's not the shit. Drop. Yeah. Shut him down. Open go back. The yeah. Shop. Give him the tunnel music. <laughs> oh, Give no. him the tunnel music. That was a dope track. Y'all didn't like that down south? Oh, we loved that. Yeah, we love the remix, you oh. know? Still bad. had them like, oh. Now, now they're, they're like, like, no. Yeah. Well, baby. What do you think of X go give it to you? Oh, I hate it. <laughs> Still hate it. Still hate it. Uh, same thing with Eminem. Like, Jimmy Iovine did an interview once where he said, I told Eminem he has to have two pop singles on every album. But okay. And I'm always like, get out of that. My Why? thing about Eminem is Eminem didn't respect it. So he he clowned around on all those pop singles. And mm-hmm. that's why Eminem Made doesn't have a club presence. And Eminem's going to go away in some people's eyes. Not everybody's eyes. He kind of went away in my eyes because he hasn't adapted. He's, yeah. When, it, they, it when, they, when they go back and, like, they play old Jay-Z, they play old Biggie, they play old, you know, there's always something to play. There's no Eminem song to play. No, he's got that, um, what's the one, Lose Yourself in the Moment. That's a cool one. You don't hear that. I mean, but that's like shit. a danceable you one, right? Could, of all the shit. It ain't, Who's it ain't. dancing to Lose Yourself? <laughs> that's the only one I can think of. What that's I'm like saying a fucking... is, if you're going to make Smack That, at least make Smack That go. He yeah. made it. Smack That's he, a silly song. Smack That is but very, I, but, he didn't take but, it seriously. We love, like, we, I love Eminem for his, for his silly, jokey shit, but it's kind of novelty. It is. Yeah. It's it's a caricature of who he really is. Right. I like uh, my favorite M track is Renegade. So I'm kind Renegade's of, dope. That's Ooh. like the first time I heard him like rhyme where I'm like, yeah, I wish I heard that all the time. Because as opposed he, to like my name did, is. Did you know you that Renegade to, was supposed to be him and Jay right? and uh, Royce the Five Nine? Was it? Yeah. I thought it was supposed to be him and Jay. No, Jay did the okay. remix, didn't he? No, Jay. that's the song, isn't it? Hmm. Is it Renegade, him and Jay? No, I thought it, it is th- him and Jay. Yeah. I thought that was the remix. No, no. no. That's song. Maybe the video came out and it didn't There's have Jay no in it? There's no video. Role Model has a video where he's sitting on a chair. That's the one I'm thinking of the video of. All right. But Renegade is also another Bowie reference. You know what I'm saying? Renegade. Like, that's them doing fame, which they also did on The Takeover. Yeah, The Takeover was dope. And... That's There's a, another um, Bowie reference on the blueprint. And that's it's a like, Doors. Who was playing the? Huh? That's a Doors. Uh, no, no, no. But use your brain. Yeah, no, I know that. But I'm talking about the uh, takeover. That's a. That's a. It's a Doors yeah. beat. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But I'm saying, I'm saying, we was talking about uh, 
all the all those songs, well not not renegade but i was just wondering was jay-z listening to bowie when he was recording the blueprint or like was he listening to that one song like what made him reference fame throughout the blueprint hmm. maybe it was Kanye. Maybe. maybe that's what maybe. i was thinking that's what i was thinking because you know Plant, 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 the plant takeover. Seeds. But then also, I don't know. Was he in the room when I, when the takeover was made? I don't know. For a little bit, for a little while, I thought Kanye was a little bit of a coward because he went with Jay instead of Dame, and Dame was the one who brought him in to told him he could rap, you know, when Jay didn't want him there. But maybe it was he went with Def Jam over... Rockefeller. I think that's why I said for a little while. You know, because it makes sense. I no, I was I was a little like, dang, like Dame was the one who like yeah. vouched for. You know, I was like a little bit, but then I I also like understand. But I always saw Kanye is bigger than Rockefeller. He he very quickly became bigger than Rockefeller, but at that time, I don't think I saw him as that. I saw him as I saw Rockefeller as like, like I love these guys. Yeah, these guys are great, but. Five years from now, am I going to be listening to Petey Crack? I don't know. <laughs> but, but you would know he be saying? making music? Am in I five going? Years? You know, am I going to take an exit off this freeway? Yeah. I don't know. You know <laughs> what I'm saying? Are these beans going to make me sick eventually? I don't know. You Shout, know, shots to Philadelphia. Are these young guns <laughs> going to get older? I don't know. <laughs> I don't know how these guns are going to shoot five years from now. Mature but what guns. I do know <laughs> is that Kanye is going to be there. I really thought, I was like, man, Dame was your dude. You turned your back on him. He actually admitted it in an interview. Yeah. Yeah, he said, I kind of felt like a coward. He's like, yeah, I did. But he made I mean, he made the right decision. Yeah, in the and end. And Dame. Although we don't know what would have happened if he rode with Dame. He would have given all those beats to Dame. He would have been putting all his albums out on Dame's uh, label. There could have been a completely different turn of events. He wouldn't have outgrown that But he wouldn't have been a superstar. He wouldn't have been able to because Dame would have we done the same thing had, he did to Jay. We wouldn't have had the Glow in the Dark tour. We wouldn't have had... You don't know you that. Know, I I think so. You did, all right. I think that was a well, very... Well, the tables that have turned. Very You're giving me emotion. <laughs> move, you know what I mean? I went to the Glow in the Dark tour. For real? Yeah, it was dope. Uh, the only thing I didn't like was uh, his mom had just passed away just before that. And he, he had these, uh, it was like LED screen on the floor and on the sides. It was like a it was like a box, but you could look inside of it. It was all LED screens. And he put like that that sort of time lapse thing of the, of the, of the like uh, clouds and uh, like fast going fast. And he lays down, he just puts his hand on his head. And they played um, Just a Small Town Girl, Living in a South Detroit, whatever, in that Journey song. Mm-hmm. And then about five minutes in, he like gets up and he's like, that's for you, mom. And then he keeps going and we're like, no one knew what was happening at the time, so people were just like getting up and going to get like something to drink. It's like, damn! If everyone knew that was a tribute for your mom, dog, I think they would have had a little bit more respect. There's like people ordering popcorn during a tribute to your mother, and that wasn't for you. No, it wasn't. That wasn't for y'all. Popcorn, get it? <laughs> that was for Donda. People, right? people. I think people would have had a little bit more respect if they would have known that. Hey, man, that's the it only wasn't for them. That's the only. That's the only nitpick I can have about that that concert because that concert was amazing. I don't know how to get back to the song. <laughs> We're talking about Kanye. I thought that's what you wanted. I mean, yo, what's your favorite and least favorite Kanye song? Um, it's a great question. My least favorite uh, Kanye song is the workout plan. Okay. Right? Fair, I guess. It's fair. Yeah. I hate it. I also don't like. Birth uh, of auto tune and rap. 
Okay. <laughs> Chicago rapper <laughs> Kanye West. <laughs> and then he kills it. Not too much. And then he gets back to it, right? Uh, he was on Death of Auto Tune, right? Mm-mm. Wasn't he? No, that's Jay Z by himself. Jay and uh, and Rihanna. No ID made a track. Let the story wow. begin. All right, my bad. I thought I thought Kanye made that beat, but um, so uh, that's probably the one that I think is the worst. Gold Digger is close second. Not a fan. We don't need your bottom five. All right, we just need <laughs> yeah. my, my worst and my, my first. I would probably say, um, uh, does it count if I say what is it? The food. I can't remember the name of the track. The one they did on the Chappelle show. You can count mm-hmm. that. All right, then that one's my favorite. Isn't it? It's on B, right? It's on the common album B. Yeah, it's a common song. Yeah. 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 You can definitely. That was a right. moment. Yeah. That was that the was... first time we saw Kanye like like in his Kanye swag, you know what I'm saying? With the blazer yeah. on, you know. I don't know what they was cooking. They was just turn you know, That's putting a, food... a lot of water in a lot of pans. That's <laughs> a food network set. That's a food network set. Really? Yeah. That's the same set Giada De Laurentiis uses. Oh wow. So as soon as I saw it, I was like, yo, is that Giada's place? And I fucking knew it was a, a Food Network set. I was like, what are they going to do? And then he kind of like, he they looks. They weren't doing nothing. No, he, but he. <laughs> they weren't cooking nothing. He was moving they around, though. They not on Comedy Central set. <laughs> you know, they were moving around like, he was moving around with like this like slightly nervous sort of energy to, yeah. to him. But I think it was that thing of like, Common was such a fucking monolith in the Chicago scene. Mm-hmm. And now he's working not just with, but soon for. Yeah. You know, like, yo, you got so big, you scooped up Common. Yeah. Like, that's massive. That moment was really, really special. I like two words on Chappelle's show when they was on the roof, and they like, it's so cold. Yeah. It's clearly, <laughs> yeah. like, not a good yeah. day to shoot. <laughs> Chappelle's got the gloves on. Everybody's yeah. so cold, and you could just see them breathing their breath out, and Kanye's got a hat on and a scarf. You can't even see them, and, like, freeways, like... Oh man, it's so funny. But the beef for the food was dope too. Yeah. Oh yeah. What sample was that? Oh my mm-hmm. god, did we stump Rob Hayes? I don't know. I I'm not sure. I want everyone to know he's not using his phone. Yeah, no. He's closing I, well, his eyes you know, and going I'm to the Rolodex. I'm right? not going to that I'm place. Not gonna, yeah. <laughs> I'm not going <laughs> to guess that, wrong. You know what I'm saying? I'm not <laughs> one of those you wrong and I don't know the answer Why type people. Why you looking people. at me, dog? <laughs> Fuck out of here. He's the reason I invented that. <laughs> he could have looked at me, though, <laughs> when he said that. Um, so, yeah, I'm not going to take a stab at it. Uh, I can I hear the keys. Me, too. It's dope. Yeah, but I can't. That's one of those few tracks where I'm like, there's multiple people on it, but it just feels right. It doesn't feel overdone by one person or the other. I hate when there's two people on a track that don't normally don't work together, and they're both doing their own thing, and it doesn't blend very well. Yeah, you could tell they were in two different studios, and a mix. It was just like, all right, no audio engineer was like, yeah, we'll put it together. You know, shouts to everything. Um, Shouts to everything. <laughs> shouts to everything. If you a thing out there, shouts to you. Shouts to the person. <laughs> yeah. Shout, shout out, out to the Monique. places. Adam. Shout out to Monique. <laughs> I was gonna to say. Corinthia. I was gonna say shout out to Lil Yachty, but I didn't want to disrespect an Atlanta artist. What do you mean? Shout out to Lil Yachty. Uh, every track he's on that he's featured doesn't go with what the rest of everyone. Yo, else no, is that's not how you do a shout out. You just say <laughs> shout out to the person and then you just move on. You well, know what you no I thought you were shout out to the whole sailing team. If you're out there with a sailboat, shout out to you. Yeah, you know man. what I'm saying? No, but shout out to the Simmons family. Shout out to Diggy. Shout out to JoJo. <laughs> 
Nessa, Angela, you know what I'm saying? The little baby. Who knows how old you are now? You're probably listening. You uh, shout out to whoever bought the license agreement for pastries. I know you're trying. Okay. All That'll right. come out. I'm sure that there's like a purse right now that says pastry on it. Shout out to anyone that has a pair of Rockefeller um, Pro Kids. The fuck are those? <laughs> I had them. <laughs> Pro kids are shoes like they were like basketball shoes in the seventies. They were like they were like go against Converse and stuff. But Dame Dash bought them and put out a bunch of Rockefeller Pro kids like in '05. He also put were out they better than S dots. I thought so because they kind of look like Air Force. They kind of look like Air Force One. They look like Bapes. They were like patent leather joints too. Mm-hmm. Okay. I had the Trinidad joints, and I knew the uh, company that made them. Uh, you knew Pro Kid. No, no, Pro Kid is a kid. No, I know, I know, Senor <laughs> Senor Kid is how he likes to be called, <laughs> Mister Kid. Yeah, <laughs> they were a they were their sneaker company, and they just mm-hmm. licensed some of their sneakers to Pro Kids. Essentially, is what they did. But they made a special pair of all whites for my wife for her wedding. So really? under under her wedding dress, she wore all white patent leather Pro Kids. That's crazy. Straight from the factory. Never, never you sold. You did get married 11 years yeah, ago. Yeah, 100%. <laughs> 100%. <laughs> I told you we ate town stopped at my wedding. Yeah. Yeah, no, I thought it was for nostalgia until yeah. you said the date. And I was like, oh, no, they were just playing what was hot. Yeah. 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 That's dope. Again. Well. We got we to gotta wrap it up. We got to wrap it up. Alexis, would you like to tell us? I know you got a podcast. It's about soccer. Mm-hmm. Um, would you like to tell us about that? Also, what you got going on? Yeah. Also, I'd like to give out a shout out to Atlanta for uh, saving MLS. Because although you <laughs> ruined hip hop, you saved uh, soccer. See, see that? I just oh, didn't no. see that? I just he didn't. don't back up. You <laughs> make it seem like you back up. <laughs> then he try to, you know what I'm saying? Put one in there. <laughs> and then that. y'all be like, Robbie, you too intense, man. You need to calm down. You know what I'm saying? We're going to edit some of this out. <laughs> <laughs> Is that what y'all texting each other? Nah. Yeah. <laughs> uh, no, uh, 72,000 people going to uh, going to that stadium in Atlanta for a regular season soccer game. It's amazing. If and, you want to hear more what about what do soccer. they chant? When they chant, are they chanting, are they chanting uh, some some up north rap? Or are they chants from, from Atlanta Well, rap they do. Song? I think they do a lot of We Ready is their we big We Ready, song. an Archie song, an Atlanta mm-hmm. artist. Continue. Um they have uh, Footy Mob is the name of one of their supporters Footy groups. Mob, reference to Goody, Goody Mob, Mob, yes, a non-outcast group <laughs> that a lot of people respect from Atlanta. Yes, uh-huh. continue. I mean, they rep their city. That's what you're supposed to do. I think it's wonderful. Um, I don't think enough soccer supporters culture comes from their own city, so I'm happy they do it. Um, yeah, so uh, it's called the Cooligans. If you guys like soccer, it's funny. Unlike I was on this podcast, uh, we you are. Great. What are you talking about? Uh, th- this was <laughs> this was fun for y'all. Yeah, yeah. All right, well, I'm glad you had fun. Um, it's a very what fun podcast. <laughs> I didn't know it was coming into a war zone. Is all I'm saying. No, I actually you had a great threw time. Threw a grenade. Don't bring yeah. that jacket. Is war zone or what? Yeah, that's very apocalypse now. <laughs> apocalypse then. <laughs> it's uh whatever. It's called the Cooligans. Look it up. Uh, it's fun. If you like soccer. We did a live event in Atlanta, and it sold out. Uh, that's our second home. So I apologize for everything I said on this podcast because y'all love us. <laughs> uh, uh, y'all love us, and we love you back. Uh, we love you back, Atlanta United fans. Um, yeah, that's it. Uh, we talk about all of uh, soccer, but we mainly talk about American soccer, which I don't think gets any love. It certainly doesn't get any love from people that sound like me and Christian Polanco, a Cuban and Dominican dude. You know, it's a lot of uh, boring-ass white people that talk about soccer, so we want to change that. Dope. 
Maybe I'll come on, you know what I'm saying, talk about my man Tierra Henry, you know what I mean? <laughs> the, the the Englishman? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> talk about uh, my experience playing soccer in high school. You played soccer in high school? I played, I, I was varsity in soccer because it was our first year having a male team. <laughs> and, you know, that I found my funny on that sideline. You didn't play a lot? No, nah, I didn't Center play back, a lot. defender? No, nah, you know what? My lungs aren't the best for running around, so it worked yeah. out that I didn't play a lot. Me too, actually. That's why I stopped playing. I started talking about it. I played middle school. I was, was I guess you would say a forward? Is that a thing? Yeah. Yeah, all right. Were uh, you up front? Yeah. I was in the All-Star game. Fuck out of here. This is beautiful. Uh, It was the, like, weird, like, Christian slash Catholic league in Detroit. Yeah. Middle school, I was at a private school. Yeah, the CYO. Made the the fucking All-Star game. Christian youth organization? Yeah. And then... It was Cornerstone. It was, that was the name of the school, but I, I don't remember the exact name for the whole thing. But yeah, and I went to, then in high school when I was like 15, my family moved to the suburbs, and I was like, oh, these white kids are really good. I'm going <laughs> to go back to basketball. Well, that's the issue with soccer. I'm not going to talk about it, but for a long time, it was a very expensive sport to play. Uh-huh. What? You, had to, you, had to, you, had you go just got to a, get a ball. No, nah. I mean, as far as like being an academy, like you had to be in a travel teams and shit. Like if you want to be good, you got to be a part of a lot of these clubs, they're called. They're club teams. That's very expensive. A lot of travel nah, involved. You just need to get a ball, dog. They don't do that. Like they, they, we don't. There's not a lot of soccer pickup games, so it's really hard. There you have to not, be a part of those. Yeah, not yeah, in this country and other countries. I've been seeing the commercials. Yeah, they be out there with just a ball. They and don't the even dirt. have shoes on. If we had that culture here, I grew up around a lot of Jamaican dudes and a lot of around a lot of Brazilian dudes that did have that culture, but that's rare. That was super rare. Like I would travel around like where my friends lived, like friends that I had that like lived in Belleville or friends that I had like my cousin when he moved to Long Island, um, outside the city, like. I would go there and be like, yo, y'all want to play soccer? And they're like, oh, there's no game today. And I'm like, what do you mean? Let's just go play. And they're like, oh, where are we going to find people? I'm like, I don't know. How about me and you just kick a fucking ball? That wasn't a part of the thing. So it's so expensive that it ended up being all middle class white kids. That's what sucks. Like everywhere else, like, you know, Neymar f- learned how to play. Neymar had to learn playing by like shoving newspapers into a fucking water bottle. And that was a ball for him, barefoot. You know what I mean? And he's just got sold for two hundred twenty-two million. I'm not even good. I got. I'm trying to visualize. Why that. would you not play football with that? That's so football shape. Anyway, uh, <laughs> they don't. They don't have that down there. They're all that and more on a Cool Against podcast. Yeah, Alexis Guerrero's and Christian Polanco. Um, you can follow us at Soccer Cooligans. I listen to it. You guys are dope. If you guys, you guys got a Freddie Adu episode? Uh, not yet, but uh, we we might get JoJo on. Do you know who JoJo is, the singer? Mm-hmm. She Get dated Freddie Right Adu. now. Who <laughs> she dated Freddie Adu. You remember JoJo? Yeah. yeah. It's a little too late. All right. Uh, <laughs> guys, shout out to The Root. Shout out to... Uh, <laughs> shout out to everything. Jimmy Fallon, yo. I'm going to be on The Tonight Show. Check it out. Oh. What? I don't know what... I'm I not, thought you were gonna say something. I'm not following tonight show play. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh yeah, follow follow us, Bookie A on Twitter. Uh Rob, follow me. Um and look forward to more podcasts for the rest of the year. Thanks for listening, guys. Peace. Yeah, we back. Forever Dog. This has been a Forever Dog production. Executive produced by dog. Brett Boehm, Joe Cilio, and Alex Ramsey. For more original podcasts, please visit foreverdogpodcasts.com and subscribe to our shows on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts. Keep up with the latest Forever Dog news by following us on Twitter and Instagram, at Forever Dog Team, and liking our page on Facebook.